I want to see Jesus to reach out and touch him and say that I love him. Open my ears, Lord, Holy will descend 
Spirit of God, my teacher be, showing the things of Christ to me. More about Jesus, let me Hallelujah. We are grateful to God this morning, even for the opportunity to share his word. There is more in God that we have not yet seen. There is so much in God we have not yet encountered. This morning, the Lord is throwing an invitation to us that let us come closer. Let us get closer to him, for there is more. He has to tell us. Sometimes what he has to tell us, the voice is so faint that you need to get closer to, to hear it. Sometimes the things he has to show you, they are so far that you need to come closer with a different eye to behold them. Hallelujah. And I pray that this morning we will have that desire even to know more about God. For there is so much, there is so much we have not yet gotten. Hallelujah. The lady who sang this song, I tried to um, follow it up to know the reason why she sang the song. She is Eliza, who has completed her education, and she was working. And all of a sudden, she was attacked by a debilitating condition that rendered her bedridden. And even whilst on her sick bed, she said she wanted to know more about God. And she wrote the song. She wanted to learn more about him. Even in our dying moments, in our states that we feel all is lost, the Lord has something to teach us. The Lord has something to tell us. And when we open up, when we open up, there is more in him. That we will receive. Most of the time when people stand here to preach and speak to us, all you could hear sometimes, oh, preach on. Yes, say it again. Yes, we love that. We receive it and all that. But most of the time when people stand here to preach, I sit down and I listen and sometimes I'm, I'm able even to get something that the, even the speaker has no idea about. When you open up to the Lord, when you open up your spirit, there is more in God you have to encounter. Hallelujah. We are reading from Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. I'm speaking on the topic, come closer. 
come closer. Exodus 3, 1 to 4. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was not on fire, was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see the strange sight why the bush does not burn. Hallelujah. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses, and Moses said, here I am. Hallelujah. Moses had a desire. When he got to the bush, when he got there, the Bible says that he led the flocks even to the mountain of God. He, left, he led the flocks and he went to the mountain of God. And there he saw this bush burning, but the fire is not consuming the bush. And he thought in his heart, let me come closer. Let me get closer to see why this bush is not burning. And the Bible says that when he got closer, the Lord called him. Hallelujah. The Lord is inviting somebody this morning. He has something to tell you. He has something, something he wants you to know. He has a revelation for you he wants you to grasp. He has something he wants to open up to you. Most of the time, we worship God at a distance. We enjoy the fellowship, the company, and all that. But God has something for us as individuals. Anytime we come before him, he has something for us as individuals. And he always inviting us that get closer. Just come closer for I have something for you. Most Christians have shipwrecked their lives because they were not on the same page with God. They couldn't see when God was showing them. Even in marriages, people were not able to understand God or even to be able to understand the kind of man God wanted them to, to get married to. And they have shipwrecked their lives. Their Christian life is nowhere, they are nowhere to be found, even among Christians again, because they couldn't see what God sees. This morning, I pray that the Lord will open our eyes. The Lord will open our understanding. The eyes of our hearts should be opened. The hearts of our eyes should be enlightened. So we will be able to detect what God wants us even to know. Hallelujah. When Jesus visited Mary and Martha in their home, in Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42, we will not read that. The Bible says that Martha was so busy going about preparing somebody, something for Jesus to eat. But you will ask yourself, how did, why didn't she know or get to understand that this man could have been somewhere else? Now that he has come to my house, is there not a cause? Is there not something I can tap from him? And when he was, she was busy going about all this and was even asking that Mary come to help her, what did Jesus say? He said, Martha, Martha, you have crowded yourself with so much. 
so many things. But Mary has got, got I mean, the important one. And nobody will take it from her. Hallelujah. I pray that you will catch what the Lord wants you to catch. The Apostle Professor Opokonina always says that there are some things are learned, but some things are caught. You will catch it. Whilst we are here and I'm preaching, I hope, I believe somebody is catching a revelation. I believe somebody is catching an insight that not all of us will get. When we open up, when we invite the Lord, when we, I mean, settle before him, he said, be still. When we are still before the Lord, he has so much to tell us. He has so much he wants us to encounter. He has so much he wants us to experience. And Jesus said, for Mary, she has caught it. For Mary, she has gotten hold of it. And nobody will take it from her. There are so many things the Lord wants us to get. So many insights he wants us to get, catch, so we can live our lives with. But we are so much, we are looking at him from a distance. We are worshipping from a distance. We don't want to get closer. We don't even understand the Jesus we profess even to know. Sometimes when we are encountered by problems here and there, there you know whether the Jesus we say we worship, whether the Jesus we profess, whether we really know him. But this morning, get closer to God for he has something for you. Hallelujah. On the road to Emmaus, when the disciples in Luke chapter 24, verse 13 to 35, the Bible says that these people had worked with Jesus. They mentioned one person called Cleopas. He wasn't one of the, um, the disciples, but he worked with Jesus. And even the Bible says that he was from the Passover. He went there and he also had an experience. Now on the way to Emmaus, they started talking to themselves. Even this Jesus, and in fact, when you read, it's so sad that this man you have moved with, this man you have dined with, this man you have experienced so much, you move about and you were saying, we don't even know. Please, can you turn, can you project that for us? Look to um, 24. Okay, there is a, a, a verse, in fact, in the 13 to 35. He, he said something that we don't even know whether this man, we thought, we thought he was the one to save Israel from his sins. Somebody you have moved with. Somebody you have encountered. Somebody you have moved with. In fact, you have learned of him. And now you, you are saying you don't even know whether he is the one to save Israel from their sins. And the Bible says that as Jesus walked with, even when Jesus appeared and was asking what their problems were, they were telling him, this Jesus, we thought he would save us and now he is dead. He has resurrected. Our people went to the graveyard and they didn't find his body. We, and they said some, they saw some angels telling us that he's, he's risen, he's no longer there. And even they were saying the body has been stolen. And they were telling Jesus all this. And do you know what Jesus said? He said, you foolish people. 
you foolish people. I've worked with you. I've dined with you. I've moved with you. So up till now, you don't even know I'm the one to save Israel. That is the attitude of us sometimes as Christians. We move about making so much noise, even saying things we don't even understand. But when we are encountered with problems, there our nakedness is seen. This morning I pray that our understanding will be enlightened. So the Bible says that Jesus went with them, sat at a table with them, and he took bread, broke it, and gave it to them. And the Bible says that their eyes were now opened and they were able to behold him. I pray that this morning, your eyes will be opened. I pray that this morning, your understanding will be enlightened so that you will know this Jesus we are working with. You will know this Jesus we are working with. Most of the time, our attitude, the things that we hold on to. The Bible says that we should put aside all sins that easily beset us. Things that does not help us in our Christian work with God. Things that will not help you. Put them aside. Get rid of them. For there is better experience in Jesus that you have to experience and encounter. As I said, sometimes what he has to tell you is so far away. You need a different eye to behold it. Sometimes what he has to tell you, sometimes he will not come in noise. He whispers. And it's up to the one who is attentive and is ready to listen to be able to get something from the Lord. I don't know your desire this morning, but I have a strong desire even to know the Lord better. I have a strong will to encounter the Lord because we have not gotten anywhere. We don't know anything yet. The Lord has so much even to tell us. Sometimes even when a Sunday school child comes to stand here to preach to us, the Lord has something to tell us. The Lord has something he wants us even to grasp. And I pray this morning that we will open up to him. We will open up to him. So we'll be able to get all that he wants us to get. In Ephesians 1, verse 17 to 18, when Paul wrote to the Ephesians, please, can you project it for us? Ephesians 1, 17 to 18. Paul wrote to the Ephesians and said, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. There is so much in God. There is so much in God we need to encounter. And my prayer to, today to, for, for us this morning is that our understanding will be enlightened. So that the inheritance of God, what God wants us to encounter, what he has for us as believers, what he has for us as individuals, will be able to get it. It's my prayer that the Lord himself will grant us all the grace that we need will grant us mercy so that we'll be able
to get through. The last stanza of the lady's song says that more about Jesus in his word, holding communion with my Lord, hearing his voice in every line, making each faithful saying mine. There are so many, so much the Lord wants us to get. And I pray that the Lord himself will make our spirits receptive unto the Lord so that we'll be able to receive all that he has for us. God bless us this morning. Amen.